You are listening to the Critical Mass Radio Show, Orange County's business talk show focused on exploring topics of interest to CEOs who are leading middle market companies with your host, Richard Franzi. Welcome, everyone, to today's episode of Critical Mass Radio. My name is Janice Davis, and I'm your guest host today, filling in for Rick Franzi. I want to thank you all for listening to today's broadcast. Our audience demographic is actually 98% business owners and executives who listen to learn from our guests. If your firm is interested in reaching these top decision makers, then advertising on our radio show may be the answer. Each month, our sponsors gain valuable exposure through their support of the show. We deliver over 30,000 highly targeted sponsor impressions a month. And to learn more, you can contact Rose Chimura at 951-515-4661. That's 951-515-4661. And all our shows can be found on our website, criticalmassforbusiness.com. And I'm really excited to introduce our next guest. We are going to be speaking with Adrian Buskey of Nerd for a Living. He's the CEO and co-founder. Welcome to the program. Hi, Janice. How you doing? Hi, Adrian. Now, Adrian, did I, did I say that correctly? Adrian Buskey. Yes, you did. Yes. Um, I would uh, I would actually um, like to address one thing there. Well, I am a co-founder of the company uh, with my wife, Wendy Buskey. Um, we kind of steer away from referring to ourselves as CEOs. Really? Uh, yeah. And, uh, and Please, enlighten, really, enlighten why. <laughs> well, there's a really specific reason behind that. Um, I think in the especially in the new internet age where uh, we're, it's much easier to start a company and, and get something going, uh, sometimes as simple as having a Facebook page or, or you know, a really simple, you know, fast set up website, uh, you, cropping up all over the place are people who refer to themselves as CEOs that throw that on business cards and put it on LinkedIn and they're CEOs of companies of sure. two people, one people, things like that. And, uh, and it's been kind of my experience that it's uh, that the, the, the ter- like the term CEO is an earned thing. I think that that's something that represents a, a person who is sitting on top of a you know a, a middle to large sized corporation um, and uh, is working over a lot of people. Sure, when sure, makes sense. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, when you're small, when you're smaller, you're a startup. When you're bootstrapping, I think it makes a lot more sense to refer to yourself by you know the uh, the most direct application that you're doing every day. So in Absolutely. that sense, uh, uh, I am creative director for the company as well as a co-founder. Creative director i like it and co-founder with wendy Wesky. that's awesome i i just i love that you work together and i really enjoy collaboration and that whole process so oh we could talk forever about that but but let's let's jump in and let our audience know you know how did you get to founding nerd for a living what, what was that path well uh for me uh, i worked in radio media and digital media for about 12 years before we got around to starting nerd for a living uh, I worked uh, for a major market radio company, MS Communications, uh, for 11 years. I started off my career at an internet startup, one of the early streaming video companies. Mm. And uh, in my experience working in radio, a lot of what I, I did there, uh, it was, uh, I came in as a, as a, essentially as a webmaster at ground level. I left as a corporate director working over um, all of the digital sales solutions for the company nationwide. Okay. Um, and uh, and so I had really, you know, I got this really broad experience of working with uh, companies everywhere from mom and pop small businesses uh, here in St. Louis, where I'm based out of, uh, to the biggest, you know, liquor, movie, uh, you know, packaged good brands uh, in the country. Uh, and uh, and so, you know, it gave me this really wide swath of working with them. 
Uh, my wife works in uh, advertising, and so she's been at, at uh, three different major advertising agencies, uh, and uh, and so she has a similar kind of experience working with a lot of these different brands. It, and then, it's, um, that's the best because I, especially working with customers, with clients, when you've had this taste of all of these different experiences. I know with you know me, I used to teach writing lessons, and I uh, used to work in a financial institution, and then as an author and a host, and I'm able to speak to all those things, and you can really connect with people. Right. I think perspective is, is a really powerful thing in business. Uh, you know, we both have, uh, I worked before, way before all that, I worked in retail, she worked in the service industry. Um, and, hey, I hear, uh, I hear, I hear someone cheering for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I apologize to the dogs in the background. She doesn't say a word all day up until I'm, uh, I'm on one of these things. <laughs> no um, worries. But uh, um, so on top of all that stuff, you know, the, along, you know, alongside the career and all the things that we were doing, uh, we're also what we would refer to as people of the nerdist persuasion, um, where, you know, we have a lot of geeky interests in fandom and entertainment kinds of things. And, and so as part of that, we've we go to conventions all the time all over the country. Yeah. Uh, we started doing it as fans. Uh, later, I was doing it as an exhibitor. And a little while after that, we started being speakers on panels and things um, because we had expertise in areas that people were looking for. Absolutely. And the conversation that we had continuously with people while we were at those conventions where people would say, you know, I really love all this stuff and I'm really, really interested in it. And I wish I could work on something I'm passionate about, but I'm not a... I'm not a writer. I'm not a creator. I'm not an artist. I'm not a director. Um, so I don't. I don't know where my in is. Sure. And uh, you know. And the thing that we would always say to them was, well, you know, people like whatever this the, that industry path you're looking for, whether it's you know gaming or crafting or comics or film, um, they still need HR people. They need accountants. They you know they need people that do their their server farms. And, I cannot and, agree you know, more. That is so. That is overlooked as well. Every time I speak to someone that wants to be involved in the video game industry, the movie industry, uh, uh, the literary industry, they forget that that every business needs more than creatives. Right. Yes. And I think I think you know a lot of times that's because you have those very top level people that are visible to the general public, and uh, and for a lot of people that's that's all they see, and so they don't think about it. They don't think that. That their skill set, that whatever what they might think of as being relatively mundane, uh, is something that's completely applicable to things that they love. And then on the flip, the flip side of it, um, there's there are also uh, a lot of people who are opportunistically trying to get into companies that do things they love, like say like a, a you know a Blizzard, which is you know a, a gaming company uh, and one of the big ones. Uh, you know, I've talked to their hiring executives before, and they talk about the fact that they get ten thousand resumes for any job that they put out there, mm-hmm. but. But probably 90% of them are not qualified, and 9% of the remaining 10 are in some other area of the country that they're not going to hire from for that particular kind of position. Right. So, you know, you're looking at 99% of of the people um, that just aren't qualified for it. And having been a hiring manager, that's a nightmare. It's a really hard thing to to dig through, Uh, and it feels very unfair to people sometimes, but they don't realize that they're throwing their name into a really big hat and they're getting lost in it. Right. So... So we so, saw we saw an opening in that space of uh, of an underserved community of people that wanted to get into things that they were really passionate about, they really loved, but they weren't sure where their, their niche was, and uh, and a way to educate them about doing that uh, you know, strategically, intelligently, uh, and looking at things you know with a long term goal for you know a really fulfilling career path. Oh, and that includes yeah, that includes both getting hired at existing companies um, and also building their own businesses. So, Adrian, how how exactly can Nerd for a Living help someone? What what do you guys offer your clients? 
So the initial thing, Earth Living has been around for just just over a year. We launched uh, in July of, of last year. And, uh, and so our initial step out, out was to um, make ourselves an education resource. So the, the first thing we wanted to do in branding our name and getting, getting ourselves out there was to, uh, to deliver you know, the message I just talked about and then give actionable information. Right. And what I mean, what I mean by that is, is, uh, is having you know, content on our website um, that is specifically targeted at people in these different niches and telling them, you know, here's how to market yourself, here's how to present yourself, here's how to work your resume, your LinkedIn profile, things like that. There's a lot of that stuff out there, um, tons of that stuff out there in the blogosphere, but, um, but a lot of it's not targeted at our niche. It doesn't speak their language. It doesn't, it doesn't approach them uh, as the layperson uh, and, and a layperson with a specific kind of background. So that was part of it was allowing us to, to take you know, our business acumen and then combine it with our nerdiness and, and use that in the messaging. Um, and then we also have a, uh, a podcast, uh, uh, which is you know, an interview podcast, and we talk to professionals in a variety of different industries, everything from your kind of top-level editor-in-chiefs and, and CEOs and, and, you know, and creators that are you know, more visible, uh, down to people who are director of admissions at, at universities and, and uh, artist managers and things like that, um, that, that tell us anecdotally both what their careers are like in the past that they've had and then in the, in the current space who they're hiring what they're looking for what the pathways are to those things so that's today and uh, and then on top of that we do we still do a lot of speaking engagements so we go to these very targeted conventions and uh, you know and speak to audiences that are looking and hungry for this information right and i and like that you I like that you clarified how there may be a lot out there to explaining, you know, what you can do to present yourself or to do an interview for your resume. But uh, for particular entertainment industries, there is a different language. And I like that you said that because it is very true that artists, creators, comics, all these video games, they, they, it is a different language. I talk about that in my books. Yeah, it's. They, there's a there's an idiom and a vernacular that exists in those worlds, and then each one of those industries is very different as well. Each one of them has their own, you know, uh, like I said, their own vernacular and, and dialect. Um, you know, if you jump from gaming into comics into uh, into film, every one of those has a very specific you know language. Absolutely, and I think think sometimes too when we talk to people that are in the university you know that are actively doing classes and trying to get at these things now too the schools sometimes are, are building uh, you know, like certain vocational uh, aptitude and I definitely def we have to get into that we do because you guys we have so much to cover we have to take a quick break uh, to, as a reminder we're speaking with Adrian Buskey uh, from Nerd for a Living so stay tuned coming up we have so much more to cover we'll be right back after these words from our valued sponsors There's something positive about the word up. When things are looking good, they're looking up. When someone's down, you cheer them up. So how do you move up? Well, when it comes to getting your bachelor's or master's degree, there's one university that stacks up, Brandman University. Brandman is ranked by U.S. News and World Report as one of the nation's top 10 universities for online bachelor's programs. Brandman's online graduate programs in business and education also receive top honors. So look us up at brandman.edu. Brandman University. Move up. Smart Business Network is a business-to-business -business multimedia company providing insight, advice, and strategy for C-level executives of fast growth, middle market, and large companies. As one of the nation's largest publishers of local management journals, under the Smart Business name, Smart Business Network publishes 19 regional print editions, presents dozens of large and small-scale business conferences and award programs, 
and produces a vibrant interactive digital media presence. For more information, visit us at www.svnonline.com. UPS Protection has been protecting systems in the U.S. against brownouts, blackouts, and poor quality power for over 25 years. We provide power protection systems, including UPS, lighting inverters, generators, and service for clients from coast to coast. We specialize in solving all your power needs. As a direct reseller of the best brands in the industry, including Liebert, Powerware, and APC, we can solve all your power protection needs. Protecting your power is our main goal. We offer on-site or depot repair of our critical equipment. To better serve your budget constraints, UPS Protection also offers both reconditioned and new products. Welcome back, everyone, to Critical Mass Radio Show. My name is Janice Davis, and I am your guest host today. I want to thank and acknowledge our listeners who download our show as a podcast. You have downloaded over 16,000 shows during the last 30 days, and we here at the program really appreciate your continued and growing support. All shows, of course, can be heard live on octalkradio.net or rebroadcast anytime from iTunes, Stitcher, and other business-oriented podcasting services. I'm speaking with Adrian Buskey from Nerd for a Living. And Adrian, we left off uh, discussing about how different uh, the languages in different uh, entertainment industries and really presenting yourself in the right uh, in the right way to get to get your credentials across. And you know, I really also want to jump into what we were discussing about what you can do, uh, what you can get from Nerd for a Living, you know, your core values as a company and and and, and the, the things that you've learned across uh, across the way. Well, you know, the, at the core of it is, is simply that we want people to spend their lives and the hard work that they do every day uh, applying that to things that they're really passionate about. Um, so, you know, that, I mean, that's, that's what we're, we're looking for all the time is we're trying to find ways to, to give people pathways and, and information in order to get to those things because, you know, uh, you know, I mean, I think we've all done jobs that we didn't like, but I think, that, you know, we, if we use them as, as learning experiences, the things that build us towards the careers that we really want and the things that we really love, I mean, that's, that's the really great end goal. Um, I believe really passionately in working smart and working very hard and, you know, and applying yourself thoroughly to the things that you love. And, and, uh, and so that's, you know, what we try to pass on to, you know, the audience. Uh, and then uh, I think what we, talk, we talked about previously was kind of like where we had been at before and where we're leading to and how we help people with those things. And, and uh, that the next uh, stage for us is, is kind of twofold. One is, is that uh, we're moving into consulting services. And, uh, and that, um, there's a couple of different layers to it. Uh, sure. Some of it is, is personal consulting. So it's directly helping people kind of rebrand themselves, specifically in the online space, because that's our most direct, uh, you know, like specialty. But in general, as far as in the job hunt, in the way that you work within the job that you have, um, basically it's, you know, some career building kinds, kinds of things. And that's sort of a one-to-one basis. Um, we're kind of developing like packages and, and, uh, you know, the easy, uh, I don't want to call it plug and play per se, but it's kind of like that where, sure. you know, we find that, that over and over again, I mean, everybody's a unique snowflake, but at the same time, people run into the same challenges, you know, often. And a lot of times things that people are roadblocks that they're hitting, 
they may feel are, are really proprietary to them, uh, and you, you discover through conversation that it's the same stuff that people hit over and over again. And there's some good strategies to get around those things, and so we want to help with that. Um, and then we're also doing small business consulting. We've done some of that past, uh, right. and uh, um, and that's that's helping out. You know, that that B two B stuff is helping out people that are uh, launching a new company, or, you know, whether it's a small startup or you know more mid sized company, uh, and you know, and helping them figure out how to target and market in this niche area that is our specialty. And then I'm hoping that as time goes along uh, and as we, you know, we build our name and build the brand uh, and show off more of our specialty, that we're going to be able to attack some of those, uh, those larger companies as well and, and uh, become a marketing resource for them. Sure. Well. Have, you, have you noticed that you've been facing challenges building this business over the past year that you could relay some things that you've learned or some things that we should take uh, take into consideration if we if we start to open a business in a similar genre? Um, sure. Well, you know, there's there's a couple of things. One, uh, you know, right now this this business is is largely just my wife and I. So, uh, you know, we we are tasked with doing an immense amount of stuff. Like I said earlier, I, I operate as the creative director. She's the marketing director. But really, we do everything, right. and it's this really broad range of stuff we have to do. So, um, when you you combine the day to day activities with um, with also the travel, the speaking engagements, and and all the different hats we have to wear to to do what we do, um, it's very fulfilling, but it's really time consuming, and uh, and it's hard when you start looking at new things you want to offer, new places that you want to stretch and grow, uh, like that can be difficult to do when you don't have all hands on deck right. uh, or, or you have all hands on deck and there's only two, you know, two sets of No, no, we have, we have um, some consultants that, that we work with too, people that are connections that we know in the space that, uh, that we've got, you know, a, you know, a long-term relationship with. And so they contribute to us in, in ways in the background and we're looking at ways to move that forward. But um, our next step in the next year is, is expansion and figuring out how to uh, bring new people into the fold, bring the right people in, um, whether that means, you know, in, in office here in St. Louis or if that means, you know, telecommuting from various places around the country. Um, so that's uh, you know that's definitely a big challenge. Um, the other thing too is just starting a new business, particularly a smaller business uh, in this this day and age, is a, a real challenge because of just the signal versus noise ratio. Right. Um, there's just so much out there, and uh, when you have when you have something that's got a little bit more of a unique flavor, uh, that helps you cut through the clutter. Um, but also, the more niche you are, you know, the less of a broad scatter shot that you have, um, the more that you're looking for a really, really targeted audience. And, and sometimes that can feel like you, your numbers are tiny and, and other people might look at it and be like, oh, your reach is only so big or you've only got, you know, however many customers or something. But, uh, but in reality, the numbers of the game of that doesn't matter as much. Uh, especially for a small business, as it does the the true engagement and the real affinity that you have for the people that you're touching. You know. Would you so, say that um, that's one of your top tips? Is is to have a unique flavor to stand out? Yeah, I, when the, when we designed the the brand as a visual and we built the uh, the model for the company, uh, it was. It was it was basically a reaction to like uh, when I was talking about earlier, like you know the conversations that we had with people saying what they were looking for. We had a realization that we we didn't know anybody in the space that was doing, and I say the space, the, the kind of the nerd world that was actively targeting this kind of like nerd as profession 
kind of area. Um, when I hit on the name for Nerd for a Living and I said it out loud, I was like, my wife's eyes lit up and she had that, oh my gosh, that says exactly what we, what we need to say. And, uh, and then, of course, we did furious Googling and, and asking around and researching and stuff. And, and we found, you know, a few sites here and there that were listing jobs or would, would talk about a very specific industry. Sure. Um, but there didn't seem to be anything that was hitting precisely what we had going on. And that was an important thing for us was, was to just not deliver another element of clutter out there. I, you know, I, that's something I think is that's really important for companies right now. Uh, for anybody launching a new business is to ask the question of, does anybody need this? Is anybody looking for it? Right. Um, you know, sometimes you have a company that comes out with something that nobody needed, nobody wanted, and they turn it into Twitter. You know, and like, and it's like nobody thought that was a good idea, and then suddenly it's a thing we all use every day. Um, and those are few and far between, and they're amazing. But uh, but I think the vast majority of the time, it's it's you know, it's looking at what's out there and, and finding where there's a need. And um, and I, it's it's like when another person launches an entertainment blog or review site or you know any of this myriad number of of kind of easy startup, um, low risk, low reward kinds of you know kinds of things out there in the digital space. It can get lost. Uh, it just becomes you know, it just becomes one more thing that's out there that you know that everybody's dropping a business card on. And, right? No, it's true. Yeah, it's absolutely <laughs> true. And you're, you're speaking to my heart. You know, I'm getting excited because I I say the same thing. Uh, Simon Sinek in the TED Talk says, you know, people buy why you do it, not what you do. You know, and and they they want right. to hear that story behind it. They want to hear that personal touch. And it's just it's just, it's just a pleasure to have you. I cannot believe we're almost out of time. But seriously, Adrian, uh, uh, how can people get in touch with you uh, if they if they want to consult? your services um, well you can find us at nerdforaliving.com spelled just like it sounds uh, all the word and uh and we're on twitter as at nerd for a living pretty much if you just look up the word nerd for a or phrase nerd for a living you'll find us awesome. uh, and then specifically you can find me on twitter as at adrian busky and adrian i will see you i'm sure at, an, at another convention because you and i run into each other quite a lot <laughs> absolutely it's we, where we live yes so i'll interview you at conventions in chicago san diego uh, new york uh, you will definitely see us uh, at one of these conventions speaking on panels and adrian uh, why don't you go ahead and just spell uh, your name for us just so everyone get, gets that right sure it's a d r o n b u s k e Perfect, perfect. Adrian, again, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for having me. I you, appreciate it. You are officially in front of the program, and you are a part of the critical mass business community, as Rick likes to say. <laughs> Happy to be a part of it. Awesome. Well, we will talk to you soon, everyone. And, uh, I mean, Adrian, not everyone. Don't go away yet. I have more to say. But thank you, Adrian, again. Thank you much. I appreciate it. Uh, just as a reminder, everyone, the goal for this show is to help you, our listening audience of CEOs running middle market firms, to improve your decision-making skills. I would like to thank everyone for listening to today's broadcast. This show has been brought to you by Decision Toolbox, Smart Business Magazine, SNH Rubber, Succession Strategies, Center Club, Tone Software, UPS Protection, and MBN Design. I'd also like to thank Rick Franzi for inviting me to guest host today, and thank all the wonderful people who work so hard in Critical Mass Radio Show, including our 
our engineer, Paul Roberts, our producer, Crystal Nunley, our guest coordinator, Kathleen Shepard, our live events manager, Asia Celestino, our social media manager, Melissa Padani, our VP of sales, Rose Chimura, and our assistant producer, Amanda Pointer. I'm your host, Janice Davis, and you can find me on Twitter and Facebook at Janice Davis. That's G-E-N-E-S-E-D-A-V-I-S. And on my website, JaniceDavis.com. If you'd like to learn more about Critical Mass for Business or want to refer a future guest or advertise with us, visit our website at criticalmassforbusiness.com. Until the next show, I hope all your decisions move your company in a positive direction. You have been listening to Critical Mass Radio Show Business Talk Show, focused on exploring topics of interest to CEOs who are leading middle market companies. With your host, Richard Franzi. 